Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Okay, I have two new obsessions that I need to share with you. Impress No Glue Press-On Mannies and Impress Press-On Falsies lashes. Trust me, these are getting ready game changers. Both require no glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes, no mess, and no annoying dry times. Just one step and you're done. Boom. Instant glam. Visit impressbeauty.com slash presson and use code presson25 at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Press-On Falsies. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Welcome to Hoovering, the podcast about eating. I'm Jessica Bostecue. I love eating as much as anything else in the world, but also it sometimes brings me conflict, shame, and all sorts of other things that are rubbish. It's complicated and I think fascinating. This is a conversation with an interesting soul, not just about food, but about gobbling it up, or if you will, hoovering. Hey troopers. The summer is seeing out its last days now, isn't it? But what a ride it's been. This episode will lift you out of any possible funk, I reckon. It's an absolute, complete and utter doozy. It was so joyful to listen back to, um, to edit. Oh, it was recorded live at the Mac Comedy Festival in Wales back in May um, with a beautiful, massive audience and dreamy guests from the highest heights of Welsh comedy. It's Eseth Sears and Priya Hall. Firstly, thanks though for listening to Hoovering. You're the best. Um, can you tell other people about it? I'd love that. You can shout, um, listen to this podcast called Over In, you pricks. Or you can, um, you can say, do you want to cuddle? And then while you're cuddling, whisper, why don't you try listening to the Hoovering podcast? Um, yeah, or you could just subscribe to it. That helps other people find out about it or leave it a five star review. If you don't want to do either of those marginally sort of violent or creepy things that I've also suggested. If you've got spare money knocking about, Go to patreon.com forward slash the hoovering pod and you will see all sorts of wonderment that I'll give you in exchange for your money. Guest recipes, exclusive, brilliant cooking videos, homemade by me. Um, ex- loads of exclusive content in all seriousness and discount tickets to live shows, all that sort of stuff. And more coming soon to Patreon. It's getting an autumnal makeover the whole podcast is actually but more on that in future weeks next i need to remind you that my brand new stand-up show wench is at the edinburgh fringe right now it's the last weekend but don't worry then it's coming on tour and it's coming somewhere near you please come and see wench on tour um it's really good now i've had a whole month of doing it every day i love it it Honestly, it's my favourite hour of the day up here at the Fringe, doing that show. It's got like a massive raft of um, lush reviews. It's sold out every day. I'm doing extra shows. I've had the most amazing time up here with it, and I can't wait now to take it all around the land. Um, I'm still looking to add a few dates to the tour. If it's not coming anywhere near you, there is hopefully a chance we're adding Belfast to the list soon. But other than that, I reckon go for whatever on the list is closest to you. If we suddenly add one that's even closer, message me 
and I'll sort you out. Um, and sort of, you can come to the closer one and I'll manage to sort a refund or something. Anyway, either way, just come, 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 come. Come as you went on tour. Um, tickets are in the podcast notes and on my website, jessicafosterq.com. Nothing to warn you about in this episode other than to mention that Esseth is up here at the Fringe as well doing a brilliant show called Absolutely Not. If you're listening before the 29th of August or the 28th, I think is all of our last day, please do go and catch her show. It's at 1pm every day in the Tron. Um, also... I should add that I do believe these guests brought the most exciting food and drink to taste to a live show that any guest has ever, ever done before. It's an absolute wonder, and let's face it, huge relief to tell you that somehow no one was harmed in the making of this particularly excellent episode. Welcome to the Hoovering Podcast, live from the McCutless Comedy Festival! I'm your host, Jessica Foster, and I'm joined today by two brilliant comedians, and I'm going to let them introduce themselves. Hello, my name is <laughs> Bria Hall. I wasn't expecting to do an introduction. I am a Sorry. comedian. <laughs> Hello. Um, what am I meant to say? No, that's it. Okay, lovely. Yeah, Done. that's great. Smashed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes we get guests that aren't comedians and they sort of have to explain who they are. Um, but as it's a comedy festival, I thought there's no need to represent them <laughs> <laughs> on this panel. I'm Essel Sears. You heard? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> People get really nervous usually when they introduce me. As in of saying your name. Yeah. So, oh God. Oh fuck. Can I fuck it? I can say it. Yeah. <laughs> Go on, Priya. Essest. Oh, what, what often happens though with MCs especially is they get so fixated on saying the essest that they fuck up the seers. <laughs> <laughs> it's lovely. Essest. Jones. <laughs> <laughs> if, it, if it makes you feel any better, I had like a. Well, we're actually, we were talking about our weird dreams backstage because actually it is an interesting topic of conversation. But, <laughs> um, I had a d- genuine dream last night that, um, that yesterday I went to a full eight-hour whole-day workshop at this festival run by Kiri Pritchard-McLean and it was the <laughs> workshop for English comedians um, <laughs> just teaching us how for the full day <laughs> to pronounce... I I realised last week I was talking to Henry who organises the event he can't say it (laughs) I just don't think anyone's had the guts to pull him up on it but but I did I got in a taxi yesterday and I said can you take us into Machentleth please and the taxi driver went well because you said it so nicely you've clearly been practising at home And then I spoke Welsh for the whole journey. Just to... <laughs> I'll only use Welsh out of spite. <laughs> Isn't that why we all use it? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> What's the origin of your language? Well, there was a lot of spite. Um, you know the thing about turning to speak into Welsh when people walk into a pub? All true. Yeah. <laughs> Glorious. Um, uh, oh, well, I suppose actually, as for a comedy festival, this is a festival with extraordinarily good food. Mm. Uh, have you had anything amazing to scoff at the festival yet? No, I've been. Oh, I've been too busy. And what's worse is you get a wristband if you're a, an act. <laughs> yep. And you get some money off. But because I've been staying at my parents' house down the road, um, I've just been going home. And this morning for breakfast, I'm, I feel really bad now because this is a cooking thing and I... Oh, <laughs> no, no, it's an eating thing. <laughs> an eating thing, sorry. No cooking's it's been done by me. <laughs> it's an eating thing. And yeah. for breakfast this morning, I had a banana and a Pepsi Max. <laughs> <laughs> That's so oh. 90s, isn't it? Yeah. Very I mean, 90s breakfast. A banana and a Pepsi Max, it feels yes. like... She, you, you, she's not been to sleep, <laughs> True. isn't it? That's yeah. like a post-rave, but like your body's not quite ready for a, any sort of real solid. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And I yeah. ate the banana so my mum could see me eating something sensible. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you do that thing where you revert when you go back anywhere near your parents to like the teenage you like that? That would be like just. 
Just yeah. having a just having a piece of fruit, <laughs> which is something I do. Just on a whim. Um, my mum loves to make sausage casserole, so every time I go back to her, she makes me sausage casserole, and that is my version of reverting. It's disgusting. Okay. <laughs> it's gross. Is it? It's gross. Because I no disrespect it, to my uh, mum. I mean, it's hoping she's not listening. Um, uh, disgusting sausage casserole. Yeah, yeah, that's her vibe. That's her, that's the one thing she can cook. That's and when I say can vibe. cook, no. <laughs> Just a sort of, what, tin of tomatoes and a chopped up sausage? No, no, like, um, you know the powdered casserole mix? No, I'm too posh. <laughs> <laughs> I genuinely didn't know that was a... I yeah. didn't, I'm so sorry. And if I'm lucky, I, a chopped I've up celery stick. I've heard of a powdered stick. egg. I haven't heard of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. A chocolate celery stick. If I'm lucky, a chopped up celery chopped stick. chopped up celery stick, yeah. And Just then, a bit of nuance in there. Sausages. <laughs> sausages, sausages. Lovely. <laughs> Have any of you eaten anything extraordinary at the festival yet, audience? The curry. Yeah, mm. fits. Which one yeah. did you get? Uh, we actually just got the dregs at the chickpea one last night. The dregs is the best thing. <laughs> dregs sounds like such a throw of shade, but the dregs, if you're talking about a curry, is the stuff of real joy, isn't it? <laughs> of the chickpea one, nice. I had the Kashmiri chicken one, and it, it's, it made my uh, mouth ring <laughs> for about 20 minutes after the fact and I mean that as a motherfucking compliment <laughs> I had the lamb one it was yeah. really good oh what <laughs> so you left a out year now. Now. Yeah. the night is young okay so where, where is the curry stand just outside just five just steps out the door. <laughs> <laughs> you, can, you, you can smell it from here <laughs> okay I'm making a beeline for it um, and this. we've all well we've all brought offerings to um, this eating podcast and I, I went all of this needs explaining. Um, mm. I'll photograph it. I guess, if, should we go from, from left to right across the board? Yeah, so I was going to bring in some mushroom crisps from Costco, which are delicious. Um, but I did not plan ahead properly and packed for McCuncliffe with about 20 seconds to spare. So <laughs> I didn't bring them, is right. what I'm getting at. So what I did was I went in the co-op about 20 minutes ago. Okay. Um, <laughs> And I got some chilli and lemon grills. This is the banana and Pepsi Max of podcast <laughs> preparation happening yeah, here. Yeah, I'm very real. conscious this is all like homemade stuff. And I'm like, here's some crisps. <laughs> and um, I was trying to find the most disgusting thing I could possibly find. So um, Intriguing would go for, I'd say, more than disgusting. Let I'm, that be decided. I'm going to lean right into disgusting. Okay. Um, drumstick chocolate. Oh, like drumstick, like the lolly, but in a chocolate. Oh. I would love it if the garage in Machenlleth is the only place that it has any custom <laughs> for that bar. Yeah. <laughs> the only place keeping it in production. Do you know what? There are, there are perverts out there who love those things, though. <laughs> like, I mean, drumsticks I mean, are delicious. I'm open-minded to all kinks, but drumsticks are delicious, chocolates are delicious, but yeah, yeah. I, I like a bonfire and I like a baby. I don't want to see them mingle. <laughs> It says on it, with real raspberry pieces. There aren't real raspberry pieces in a drumstick. What? <laughs> yeah, why are you getting them in there? But do you know what it makes me think of those Cadbury's have a, Dairy Milk have a range called Marvellous Creations yeah. that's similarly fucking gross, but some people are into it. That have got like rat. <laughs> do you know what I mean? There'll be like a bit of jelly yeah. baby in yeah, the middle yeah. of the chocolate Delicious. and stuff like that. You like that? I love that shit. But you're not... I'm probably going to enjoy this, well, but I'm aware it's disgusting. But you're, you're going to enjoy it and then but feel ashamed. <laughs> oh, I won't the, feel ashamed. Okay, good. <laughs> I will good. just acknowledge yeah. that it's disgusting and move on with my life. I do like to bring my own baggage to my questions. Um, and what's this? I understand this is your mum's work. So I've, I've outsourced... <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I was going to bake something because I'm, I'm a big baker, I love baking, and, um, but didn't have time, uh, like Priya, but instead of going to the garage, I rang my mum and said... Um, Sorry. My, I just kicked my water bottle over. <laughs> that was our sister's mum kicking off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my mum has been stressed for three days. Oh. <laughs> because when I told her that it was going to be recorded and people would be trying it live... <laughs> And it's something she's made since we were kids, so yeah. she should be able to make it in her sleep, but it has taken her three days to make it. <gasps> oh, it must be revealed. It is. Well, it's and a... And bought some wooden cutlery. And enough for some people in the audience as well, so... Um, oh, sorry, I, I'm, I'm approaching this like there's points to be won. <laughs> I mean, without you even taking the foil off, I don't think you'd be offended. Um, <laughs> You've um, you absolutely won. Yeah. I bought some bits and bobs from... Um, 
the coffee shop outside, the pink truck of coffee shop. What mm. is in here? So... Oh, stop making violent noises. <laughs> <laughs> this is my mum's big moment, yeah, right? Okay. Um, <laughs> What's your mum's name? Mena. Mena. Mena Davis, Nee Lewis in case anyone knew her before she got married. <laughs> <laughs> you know what Wales is like. <laughs> um, now, it's a crumble. Ooh. Okay, yeah, everyone likes a crumble, but, the, you know, I'm not going to bring just a crumble to this. A strawberry crumble. Ooh. Yeah, boy. Has anyone ever had a strawberry crumble before? That looks so oh good. Oh, my God, she's beautiful. It is the best mm. crumble oh. you can have. So there you go. <laughs> so lovely. Oh, you're not so good. <laughs> just see that. No, it mainly was the promising. crumble. I was promising. Now it's the Oh, my God. And there's enough for some people in the audience to have some as well. <laughs> um, oh. Get in. But also. Also, there's some poison. Yeah. <laughs> And you can probably see the sediment from the back of the room. <laughs> Why is it leaking down from the cork? Like it's trying to escape the bottle. Isn't that the French way? I've got, it's a wine. What, so? so my granddad um, on my mother's side, Marion Lewis, uh, he used to be the head teacher in Aniswen Primary School, in case there's anyone in. No. Uh, <laughs> That's the Welshest thing you've ever said. Sure. <laughs> Um, he used to make wine, and um, when he died, there were loads of bottles of wine in the house. My mum just wanted to get rid of it. I was like, there's no way you're getting rid of it. So I have a dozen bottles of his wine in my kitchen. Wow. <laughs> and um, this one is from 1988. <laughs> this might is actually kill the- us. That's, that is older <laughs> than me. By a way. Genuinely, before I left the house today, my mum was like, you're, you're not going to let anyone drink that, are you? Yeah, strangers. Yeah, people yeah. who've paid to be there. <laughs> yeah. I've got stand-up shows to do later. <laughs> I'm going to be on another plane for it. So there's um, that. This is flipping Ooh. exciting. Okay, I have got that. It's going to be such a step down from that, but I feel like <laughs> the sort of afternoon eating item that everybody's wanging on about at me up here is the chocolate banana bread from the coffee stand outside nice. called Hardlines Caf or Coffee Hardlines Coffee the pink van out there not the ice cream one the one next door ice cream's really good they've got a kinder egg flavour oh my god Ooh. yes absolutely great but the salted caramel is a bit hard and the top scoop kept falling off my son's eating a lot of grass this morning. <laughs> <laughs> I drew the line at gravel I drew the line at gravel um, but he can have a bit of grass yeah. Yes. Cows are fine, are they? Cows are fine. Yes. Yeah. They've got spare three tummies, but sure. they're fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, right. So I think it's probably best if we try things um, and Sorry, talk be- about them. Yeah. Before we start. Yes. I've forgotten the cream in the green room. Grab it. Go grab it. Shall I go? Yeah. No problem. Um, uh, so that, that's a blueberry oblong. <laughs> I, f- I forgot the names. Shall I make them up? Yeah. Um, a, a, a blueberry almond oblong. Beige. Beigey. Beigey. Um, but chocolate banana bread. Um, this is a vegan fruity flapjack, was what it was called. This is just some chocolate chip biscuits that came in my Airbnb. Um, lovely woman runs my Airbnb. She said, um, we normally have the same comedian stay here every year. I don't know what's happened to him. And then she said the name of someone who's not a comedian. Um, she's been conned. Um, <laughs> Um, for, 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 since the inception of the festival it turns out um, and then she asked a lot she asked are you performing at the festival where what time have you done it before all sorts of questions about my show and then closing words as she left me the key was me and my partner hate comedy <laughs> absolutely welcome absolutely welcome Welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, great. Um, yeah, so those are those items. I don't know what we want to eat first. I feel like that's going to just hands down be everything. Yeah. Also, how are we going to do it? Just sort of get in with a fork each? I've got cups. Cups! Let's have crumble in a cup. Crumble in a cup. I'm going to open this away from the microphone. Yeah, okay. Well, I also really want to try a bit of chocolate banana bread. It's really good. Have you already had one of these? Mm-hmm. Okay. Cho- I like it that the chocolate's visible within and not just yes. the cocoa. Mm. Are you not done with banana bread, though, since the pandemic? I haven't had any since the pandemic, so right. I'm just, just <laughs> ready to get back in. Did you sourdough? Uh, no, not sourdough. I did bake bread yeah. and thought, in the second mm. lockdown, I thought, 
this is my life now and I'm happy with it and I will continue it forevermore and as soon as the third lockdown was done I was like yeah fuck Brad <laughs> Brad back down little thanks very much um the most lockdowny thing you made during a lockdown? Um, I embroidered a goat onto a tote bag, and oh, then um, yeah, now you're talking. <laughs> and then I never embroidered anything else ever again because I was like, I can't beat that. No. Yeah, you did. You peaked. You peaked young, actually, yeah. haven't you? With that, start strong. Yeah, perfect. Kimchi was um, where Ooh, I knew I was were. a woman on the edge. Yeah. I started making um, tortilla wraps from scratch. What? <laughs> Don't. Don't even start. I mean, no. Wow. No. Oh, my God. I'm really giddy about this. There's so much, so much juice comes from the strawberries. Oh, my God. I just I wish it was... Strawberries. I just wish it was hot, though. That's the only thing. Because hot strawberries... Oh, good noise. <laughs> ah, <laughs> they knew what I meant. Oh, my God. Are you um, happy that you've paid so up good. for an hour of watching three women eat? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, there's, a, there's a Pornhub category yeah, for everything, so. right? People would yeah, pay more than that. So yeah, a lot more than that. <laughs> oh, hang on, and take a, take a spoon. Okay, thank you. Yeah, don't just try and drink it. <laughs> it's all right through me there. You know how they sometimes, you get like a breakfast smoothie that's got oats in it, and you blend it. Maybe you could do like a crumble smoothie. Yeah. Oh. Say your mum's name again, Mena. Mena. Thank you, Mena. Thank you, Mena. Blessed be the strawberry crumble. Here we go. Oh yeah. my God! Yes. Oh, this is so, so good. good. <gasps> the absolute depth and girth of that crumble. Yeah. <laughs> my mum so will love the wood girth. Now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, it smells amazing. Oh yeah, it's as good as I remember. Oh fuck me! It smells of home and holidays simultaneously. Mm. How's she done that? <laughs> How's she done that? <laughs> oh, is it? Is there mm. rhubarb in it? Just strawberries? No, just strawberries. Oh, oh my God. Right, who would like some? Oh. <laughs> okay, I'm just going to fill as many cups as I can. Yeah, great. Um, yeah, so you're going to have to serve this up to everyone in this yeah. room. Well, I, I, uh, yeah. I used to be a waitress, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, Priya, have you ever stolen food? Have I ever stolen? Well, actually, when I was a waitress, I used to steal food all the time. This is disgusting. <laughs> um... When I worked as a waitress, <laughs> I used to quite literally steal food off people's plates after they'd eaten. Oh, me too. <laughs> Judge me, I was poor. I did exactly the same thing. Yeah. I worked in a fancy hotel, and if they it I was would, curry if, though, it's oh, liquid that food. Is, yeah, that is <laughs> Absolute muck. Um, if they ever left, if, it, if I could see a teeth mark in it, that would be where my boundaries yeah. lie. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that should, that should apply to everything in life, surely. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'd have missed out on some excellent relationships. <laughs> <laughs> roast potatoes. If anyone had ever left a whole oh, roast mm. potato, I'd been like, wow, I don't care. I don't care what you've coughed on that. But uh, the, the, the head chef caught me and um, was raging. It was the only time he ever called me girl, like angry enough to call me girl, and said, people could have coughed on that. And I didn't, I didn't know how to express to him, like, because he was so raging, I knew it would have made it his anger worse to go, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm away. I don't mind that. I would so, eat half-eaten naan bread, so I think that was quite disgusting. Mm. Oh. Yeah. Look. It is what it is. I'm well, still you. Um, this strawberry um, crumble is so delicious mm -hmm. um, and is faring so well cold, whereas naan bread, actually, I don't think takes well to oxygen. <laughs> i got to say I disagree. It takes well to oxygen and other people's saliva. It is. <laughs> That's how you reheat yours. Delicious. So you just reheat yours with a little bit of close-up breathing. Mm. <laughs> Poppadom, on the other hand, Prefer it after a couple of days with a bit of give. Don't eat poppadoms. Oh, what? Don't eat poppadoms. You're missing out. I Don't... worked in an Indian restaurant and they used to cook the poppadoms at the start of the week, put them in a massive vat, and it was the most disgusting vat I've ever smelled in my life. <laughs> Not like farts. Don't eat poppadoms. I'm Have so you... sorry, I feel like I've ruined all of your days by being like, by the way, don't eat poppadoms. <laughs> the mango chutney, that comes in a vat. I don't mind things coming in a vat. Oh, I hate a vat of food. I used to have to ladle massive amounts of mango chutney from the vat. I used to get it on my shoes and it was disgusting. Sorry. It's all right. I was trying to do that so subtly. I keep. I should just stop. I don't understand what your plan is, Essie. Are you going to yeah. take a cup for every person in this room? Yes, yes, you just got handfuls of cups of crumble. <laughs> this is amazing. 
Um, so you don't like things from a vat. Yeah. I don't mind if I can't taste the vat. Sure. I think once you've seen the vat, you forever taste the vat. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bombas socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. When's the last time you ate something and thought, well, that's just changed my life forever, in a good or a bad way? Um, someone told me on Twitter, I, I tweeted about having a cheese toasty for some reason. It was a mm. slow day. <laughs> <laughs> and someone suggested um, putting a lime pickle in it. Ooh. It changed my life. So, you know, any bread, cheese, I, li- I like to use, like, mature cheddar cheese yeah, yeah. and put the lime pickle in and then put it in the in the toasty maker it is divine that sounds lush yeah that sounds fucking lush I know what a brilliant answer sorry I didn't bring any of that guys <laughs> <laughs> I am um, I haven't had a cheese toasty for far too long I'm going to need to sort that out quite mm. soon oh yeah fan of that yeah love a cheese toasty I bought an air fryer recently and all I'm going to make with it is cheese toasties a toasty in, an, in the fryer in an air fryer yeah yeah how do you keep it in... What are you going to do first, sort of um, make a sort of string prison for it or something? How are you going to keep the... How do you keep what's inside the sandwich inside the sandwich in a fryer? Um, I hadn't really thought that far ahead. I only bought the air fryer very recently. OK. Um, I don't think you're going to be able to make a cheese toastie. I disagree. Mm. Uh. <laughs> I've watched a lot of TikTok videos of people making toasties okay. in an air fryer. <laughs> So I feel can like I can... I don't, yeah. I don't own an air fryer. Oh, it's top of my birthday list. But it's not for another <laughs> few months. Um, and not because I'm... I want, I want to make things with a fat fryer, but um, I'm scared of fire. Yeah. Um, <laughs> great if you're listening to this, because hard to work out what I'm saying, because fryer rhymes with fire. I'm not scared of fryer, I'm, I'm scared of fire. Um, but um, hopefully air can't set fire to your home, can it? Well, And that's the joy of an air out. fryer. Let's find out with two bits of... Bread and a cheese. Um, <laughs> Sorry, yeah. I'm off again. Um, okay, I, just, I just thought I'd let some people know I've run out of spoons, so you're going to have to eat it with a knife. Yeah. <laughs> and she's also put the knives in handles down. Yeah. So. <laughs> you'll, be, you'll be eating your men of strawberry crumble with the, with the thin end of a wooden knife. Better, though, really, than the serrated end. I see what you've done there now. Yeah, no one's going to get a little sort of splintered mouth. <laughs> um, this is a tea party, technically, would you say? This is a tea party. Yeah. There's no tea. I've got one. Oh, you've got a tea, but no one else has a tea. What a great host. <laughs> Didn't even offer. Um, talk to me about anything memorable that you've eaten at a party. At a party? Yeah. Oh, well, that's a really good question. Thanks, what? mate. Oh. <laughs> Have I ever been to a party? <laughs> what have I eaten at parties? Mm. Oh my god, I don't I can't remember the last time I went to a party, which I think is a damning indictment of my life. Um, where did you discover these mushroom crisps that oh. we didn't end up getting in the end? And I want a really graphic 
kind of crisp sommelier's description, please, of okay. these mushroom crisps. So, uh, these mushroom crisps, what happened was, I'm going to start at the beginning. Yeah. I have a brother. He was born in 1990. Um, he got a Costco card. I don't qualify for a Costco card because right. I'm a comedian. <laughs> um, <laughs> So he put me on his Costco card as an executive member. Thank you. Yes, exciting. Um, and I went to Costco uh, with my partner and then she absolutely lost her mind because she was like, we can get mushroom crisps. And I was like, that sounds disgusting. I don't want to do that. Um, but they're actually great. They're like air fried or dry. I don't really know how they make them crisps. And then they're covered in salt and garlic. So hang on. I think I've completely misunderstood what was happening to you. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that today you were bringing, which hasn't happened, but it's okay, I forgive you. I don't know what I'm going on about. <laughs> I thought you were begin, begin bringing us a, a standard potato crisp mm. flavoured no. with the dust of some kind of intense mushroom. Well, like a, like a, like a mushroom risotto flavoured crisp? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, mm. but without the flavour of rice, onion or yeah. wine or anything else. <laughs> yeah. Just like a mushroom. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Flavoured. No. Potato crisp. But what you're talking about is someone, someone somewhere has shaved a mushroom. No, not shaved them. They're whole mushrooms. Oh. Fuck. Um, and they do it... <laughs> so it's just air-dried mushrooms, freeze-dried mushrooms. Yeah, but they're so crunchy and they're like shiitake mushrooms and they're like... Oh, they're so good. I'm, I'm they make them in Australia. That's where they come from. I looked it up. To be like, who did this? It's delicious. I've never heard of this. I've never heard I of it. I eat a lot of stuff and I've never heard of yeah. it. You can, I was, I was telling them backstage, you can, if you plan ahead, order yeah. them on Amazon as well. But did I plan ahead? No. No. <laughs> That's why I'm here with this. <laughs> but it's delicious. I really, really recommend it. If you manage to sneak into Costco, neither of you qualify. Apologies. Do you know what I've got to worry about with these? That they're gonna be, there's going to be some sort of synthetic sweetness. I think that oh. sometimes happens with a freeze-dried whole vegetable. <laughs> yeah. The powder on them is not natural. <coughs> yeah. I would say the powder on them is almost certainly carcinogenic. Um, <laughs> But most carcinogenic things are delicious. Yeah. Yeah. Barbecued sausages, yeah. mm -hmm. fags. <laughs> yeah. Case in point. Case in point. Um, all right, you're both Welsh. What does Welsh food mean to you? And has that changed or is it changing? Um, for me, it's about being fed. Right. more than the food itself. So there are certain things in Wales that you have, like cowl, which is basically a very chunky soup, mm. um, you know, Welsh cakes and things like that, that are passed down. I mean, my grandmother's baked a lot, my mum still bakes, um, and they pass down recipes and stuff. But it's more about anything you go to, there's food. There's an abundance of food, and people will make you feel guilty for not eating what they've made. Yeah. <laughs> So, you know, birthday parties. <laughs> so it's like birthday parties when you were younger. My mum would make stuff. My two grandmothers would bring things. And they wouldn't say anything, but there was a, a sense that they would be disappointed if you didn't eat their stuff. Yeah. So then from a very early age, you're aware of having to please everyone by eating yeah. all their stuff. Um, so I was very fat as a child. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's fine. Um, yeah, so I think it's more that. And like with my grandmother, for example, in, who used to live in Aberystwyth, she, if you just popped in quickly to see her, she'd have a full tea for you. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. that but even if you came unannounced, so yes. what you've got yeah, is this yeah. idea that there's an ever-ready, yeah. like... She yeah, could whip stuff. Yeah, she'd whip stuff up, and you'd be like, "Well, it's it's like five o'clock. I'm I'm literally on my way to my parents to have dinner," and she's like, "Oh, well, you you'll have a cake, won't you?" <laughs> no. <laughs> but again, you didn't want to disappoint her yeah. because yeah. she loved feeding us, mm. and I am like that. I am a feeder. Yeah. I love yeah. seeing people enjoy my food. My nana's exactly the same. So I was a vegetarian for like six years and for that entire time she would have like a hoard of vegetarian food in her freezer just in case I popped in <laughs> but I would say I visit her maybe once every two weeks so she just had a rotating stock of vegetarian food that was going off that she had to like throw away and be like well maybe next time <laughs> it I love it yeah I had an Austrian uh, nana who was a feeder as well like so that part of the culture was Mm. Yeah, similar. <laughs> and like a constant passing of stuff. And actually, 
My dad's got that, like inherited it 100%. And I'm, uh, it's in me. Yeah. And it's like whether I do or don't act on it. It's, sure. uh, it's the desire to constantly be loving via the passing mm. of especially a sweet <laughs> item of food. Yeah. It's part of, is that, it feels like part of your sort of humanity, doesn't mm. it? A little bit. Um, but my nana, unlike by the sounds of it, yours too, also was, um, what well, on the wrong side, but a war baby. Um, <laughs> who, who was so obsessed with food waste that she would unabashedly serve up in August some mince pies <laughs> she'd got for 2p in Asda because it was August. Yeah. And they'd be like, it'd be like trying to eat stones. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, my nana was also a war baby, and um, when I was a kid, she used to serve us bread and butter with everything yeah. and convinced me that it was a health food. Yeah. <laughs> but so, it would have been, wouldn't it, I suppose, if you were brought up with, like, there might not be enough any minute. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. She convinced me it was like a side salad to have bread and butter. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a hard oh. habit to kick. Yeah. <laughs> Don't bother, I reckon. <laughs> yeah. my, um, my grandmother on my dad's side, um, I'll name check, check her as yeah. well. She, she's dead. Um, <laughs> she might be listening. We, we don't, don't know. know. <laughs> Beryl Davis and um, I love the I love the idea that if there is one method of communicating with the dead, it's podcasts. <laughs> if there's one form of contact in the afterlife, it's surely podcasts. She'll be worried I'm hungry for whatever yeah. reason. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just checking in. Um, she she was a cook. Um, mm. That was her profession, and she worked at the university in town. And um, but my granddad was a policeman, and they used to travel around a lot. So he like a local policeman so they live in the police house and there's a story that when they used to live in Pontryd Vendigaid which is in Ceredigion not far from here they had cells beneath the police house oh, yeah. yeah so for you know drunks and people yeah. like that on a Saturday night would be thrown into the cells and then wait for them to sober up and you know throw them back out again but there's a story that my grandmother's cooking was so good that some men would deliberately get thrown in. <laughs> Ready the, for the Sunday on fryer? A, on a Saturday, yes. Yes. Oh my God, I know. that's amazing. I know. That's amazing. <laughs> I love it. Oh, that's brilliant. All right, on that note, hangover, what are you having? Oh, um, very spicy food brilliant. on a hangover. I it's, want something to cut through. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, you do. Uh, do you think there's a sort of pleasure pain boundary thing happening there as well sometimes? Maybe. So I, um, I really, really like spicy food and what I've effectively done over the years is burn away all of my taste buds. <laughs> so when I'm hungover in particular, I need spicy food because I can't really taste anything else at this point. Um, but chicken cashmere curry from five steps away from where we're <laughs> serve said purpose. Nice. I, um, well... A massive big pint glass of pineapple juice and lemonade. Okay. Mm. That's a good shout. Mm. Um, it's too sweet for me, but I understand what you're doing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you yeah. for your acknowledgement. It's okay. Because um, <laughs> a lot of people have orange juice and lemonade, but mm. I like the pineapple juice and lemonade. Yeah. And um, I don't know, something, something salty. Because I, I think I lose a lot of salt when I'm drunk. I don't know how. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but something salty, oh, very carb-based. I mean, yeah. my, my go-to comfort food in general, yeah. including after um, a night out drinking, is a massive big mixing bowl of pasta <laughs> with butter. Whoa. Salted butter. So you get to taste the pasta properly without right. any kind of sauce, but the saltiness, oh, seriously, you'll be trying it. But it has to be a mixing bowl full. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no sharing. <laughs> no sharing, yeah, there's um, two things on that. Pineapple, I think, is an ex a good example of something where you can taste the vat in a good way. Oh, disagree, <laughs> hard <laughs> disagree. tastes of factories yeah. and sunshine. <laughs> At once, doesn't it? Factory sunshine. No? Don't like it? Mm, uh, no. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, and then I can't I can't remember what the next bit was what was it it was something else about what you said oh pasta plain pasta Mm. I get it so I think what we've got going on there with advocates for virtually plain pasta is oh I'm going to get in trouble for this (laughs) (laughs) it's either like a very purist Italian like mm-hmm. pasta origin story. Yeah, that's it's me. It's what a chef would do. <laughs> <laughs> or it's, I'm going to say it, the Welsh and Scottish people in my life who just want to have it plain sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> Girlfriend's Scottish, and if I'm not there, has boiled carrots and plain pasta. Oh. Um, because she knows, it's not, there's no judgment, or I couldn't give a fuck, have what you like. Um, she doesn't want to have it in front of me, she doesn't want to make me sad. <laughs> It would make me sad. That's so considerate of her. The butter, though. The butter yeah. sounds nice. No, I, yeah. Anything that's a vehicle for butter, I agree with. But a mixing yeah. bowl is too close to a vat for my liking. I understand. Also, a vehicle for butter is the most maximum hoovering podcast phrase I've ever heard. Mmm. Delicious. Talk to me, either of you, about a food that you believe to be hugely overrated. Oh, Nando's. Oh, disagree. <sighs> disagree. <laughs> but carry on. It's I'm... chicken. <laughs> no. Nando sauce. Nando sauce is one of the best foods to exist. And I will one no from the audience. I, I have found my people. It's subjective. It's I have delicious. Found my it's like lemony and spicy. And again, it's one of the few things I can taste at this point. <laughs> but you've got a few things left that's got any flavour. Essentially, to you. yeah. Um, but it's just chicken. <laughs> it's hard to argue with that. <laughs> It's not just chicken, though, is it? Where, where else? Um, tell me where else you're going for your macho peas. <laughs> Answer the we, question, we, I said. They, they, who are you, just, who are you talking to? Yeah, just the air, just the air, just sort of gazing into the air while I thought about macho peas. Um, they're, they're a uniquely spicy pea. Have you had one? Yes, but a whole chain yeah. for that specific side oh. dish. No, no, not just for that. Um, the the sauce. The sauce is. What's that, pardon? Perinase. Perinase. Spicy mayonnaise. You can make that at home. Yep, it's true, actually. I'm starting to lean towards your side. No, no, no. No, 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 sorry, sorry. Um, oh, well, several pounds for a few bits of hum- um, halloumi. Yeah. On the side. Nando's brought halloumi to these shores. Okay, let me. Let me I don't know. <laughs> let me tell you something about halloumi. There's always a point when you're eating halloumi when it's enough halloumi. We are wildly different people. <laughs> I think, yeah, I, me too. I see, I, again, I, I have a different experience to you, I fear. <laughs> but, but I hear you. I think you've got a standard experience there. Thank you very I much. I think I've got abnormal... Well, your spice tolerance is my salt tolerance. Right, so... Okay. Every single time I've been in a situation where everybody goes, oh, this is ruined. Like, it's so <laughs> salty. But like... I love you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm worried that I've like maybe got too much internal liquid. Um, good for it. I'd like. I'd. Yeah. I enjoy my time in the sea. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, into I'm into it. It will be handy come the apocalypse. Anything clear that you think hugely overrated on the um, front? Hugely overrated uh, sourdough bread. I don't see how it's different to normal bread. It's okay, I think, thank you. <laughs> I think the main issue here is, and I keep saying this, I can't really taste much. <laughs> it tastes the same as all bread. Mm, I think sometimes you can taste the sourness if it's really good. I love it. Nice it's a bit harder yeah. than other bread. It is harder, but, you know, just, just look after your teeth better. <laughs> oh, I, can I talk about this? I recently got given a prescription toothpaste, so that is <laughs> rude. <laughs> Achilles heel, giving wow. it a right on pinch, have we? Um, <laughs> um, sourd- yeah, sourdough's a funny one. I had a, a bit of a sort of a, ki- a kick in the face 
Was it? Uh, I, a funny realisation. Is it funny? I've wasted a lot of bread. I had a terrible realisation recently. I've been um, doing a very bougie thing of getting bread from a local bakery delivered to my house on a, by a wanker on a bicycle. Um, <laughs> um, I live in London, when in Rome. Um, <laughs> it's wankers feeding wankers. Um, and, and it's lovely bread, but um, it goes off like in a flash. It comes in a brown paper bag. Of course it fucking does. Um, and and, and, it, and it, it goes If you eat it on day one, it's amazing. After day one, no one else in my house will eat it. It's just me chewing, <laughs> grinding, gnarling away, toasting, slathering a whole pat of butter per slice to make it edible. Going, it is still nice. And whenever anyone had visited, being like, do you want some bread on day two? Your bread? No. <laughs> um, and, I, and I've been really defensive and going, it's actually because it's so fresh. Um, that it's made with no preservatives and that's why it's got nothing in it to make it last. You know, so it's got no crap in it. That's why it doesn't last. Well, my partner had the ingenious idea of taking it out the paper bag after day one, popping it in a sealed bag, the equivalent of any normal person's bread bin. <laughs> Turns out it lasts fine for weeks. <laughs> You just and leaving it out yeah, to the I've counter. Been just leaving it out. Yeah. Well, in, in the paper bag, which is the equivalent. Wow. Yeah. And the, I talk the talk about food waste. And, <laughs> yeah. Do you know what's great? Because we um, there's never any food waste in our house, uh, mainly because I'm there. Yeah. <laughs> but also because we've got chickens. Oh, great. Oh, so leftover breads. They've had a lot. They're very middle class chickens. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of sourdough. Bread on sourdough. <laughs> sourdough um, butts. Is this um, why you hate Nando's? Oh, oh yes. No, um, because I once uh, killed a cockerel with an axe. So. What? <laughs> the most I've ever fancied you. (laughs) (laughs) Who knew that's all it took? (laughs) That's a bit of violence towards animals. That's me. That's me, smitten. Um, Amazing, with an axe. Yeah. What had he done? (laughs) He turned out to be a cockerel. (laughs) Really? Because he had no eggs within? A bit, and he was getting noisy, and we have neighbours, and... um, It's the use of an axe. Well, because we we read that it's better because I can ring. <laughs> I like the idea of a tiny electric chair for <laughs> that would in some way to our modern sentiments be kinder. Yeah, that's great. I do know how to ring the neck of. Of course, yeah. <laughs> but but the uh, thing is, if you if you can't if you don't do it quickly and swiftly, yeah. it's not great for them. So an axe was the best. <laughs> That's just the sound of a couple of vegans leaving. (laughs) (laughs) It's not great for them. (laughs) I feel I feel like my uh, my my brand is going off course. (laughs) Oh no, this is very on brand. (laughs) I love it. Um, So yeah, so we we axed him, and um, and you know what they say about headless chickens? Um, He did run. And uh, next door's hedge. <laughs> oh wow! Wow. Did then? Did you eat him if you got him back out the hedge? Well, we hung him upside down for all the blood to come out. But yeah, yeah you've got to do that. <laughs> but but cockerels are notoriously not meaty birds. <laughs> um, that's why we eat the chickens. Yeah. But we don't eat. But the, the the weird thing about that story is we we rescue hens from. <laughs> Here we go. Trying to win them back. Here there's, we there's go. a very big feminist vibe to this uh, this story. We rescue the women and we behead oh, the no. men. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, we just had... me clapping that. <laughs> uh, okay. 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 Um, is this is this genuinely the type of woman woman you go for? That kill. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm engaged to probably the strictest vegetarian I've ever met, so... That's no. a shame. Yeah. Big shame. <laughs> <laughs> um, have you ever eaten food intended for a pet? <laughs> no, but I've had to fight my cat off literally every meal I've ever had in my house, so as far as he sees it, yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I see. <laughs> yeah, lovely. 
Um, only you know th- you know those wanky um, shops in London. Um, that's oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I know the ones. That, they're like bakeries, but they also sell biscuits for dogs. Um, yeah, yeah. There's one in Chiswick, and I love the cakes there. And I bought I bought <laughs> I bought my dog a present because I've been away for a few days. <laughs> but I ate them in the car on the way home. <laughs> Because you'd forgotten, or just that. Oh no, I was hungry. And <laughs> yeah. What, what were they? What flavour were, were they? Like bo- bone shaped. <laughs> they were bone shaped. Yeah. <laughs> just, just plain biscuit, like butter biscuits. Oh. They were delicious. Yeah, sounds delicious. Yeah. And they'd not like woven any sort of offal in. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if they had, I, I didn't notice. <laughs> it was lovely. Um, I've just realised I have eaten food meant for a pet. When I was two years old, my mum had to move um, the cat's food from the floor on top of the fridge because I kept eating it. <laughs> the cat was always really hungry and she couldn't figure out why and then once she walked into the kitchen and found me just hoofing all of the cat's food into my face and she doesn't know how long it had been going on for. So I've actually eaten quite a lot of food intended for a cat. I was just a baby at the time. An unsupervised baby. I love the idea that you were just having a massive protein load as a baby. Yeah. Essentially, a really muscular baby. The way she tells it, she tried to put it other places but I was so determined to get the food that... Eventually, I had to go on top of the fridge because that was the only place in the house I couldn't get access to. That's amazing. The only thing my parents had to hide like that was um, cowpaw. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking loved it, and I'd drink it and neck whole bottles of it. It was the 80s, so no one gave a shit. <laughs> Eventually, yeah, they locked that upper, upper cupboard. But I, it's I, delicious. Now I can admit, I did know where it was. But you, you Because ha- you have a young son now. Yeah. I've got two young children, and I do lick the spoon after I've given them cowpaw. Yeah, <laughs> it's absolutely. delicious. Um, worth, more embarrassing than that... It, I, I don't use a spoon it comes with a plastic syringe so because there's no spoon to lick I have to get the empty syringe and go <laughs> <laughs> try and suck all the last dewy droplets of you look very I'm, healthy I might have just heard someone wretch <laughs> do you think it tastes some um, cowpaw like the same as Red Bull I think there's something similar going on there oh yeah really? I reckon there is yeah yeah oh well no. it's been many years since I tried cowpaw Future episodes in the making. (laughs) Red Bull is for vodka, so I I don't really associate the two in the same way. I understand. I want to try, please, some drumstick chocolate. Mm, By all means do. Should we have a piece each? Yes, please. Are you all right with me handling it? Yeah, (laughs) thank you. Okay, great. Right. Sniffing it like a a sommelier. Yeah. It does smell like drumstick. You can see visible chunks of some raspberry. Oh. Okay. Um, No. What's country? It's yogurty. It's like yogurty inside. It doesn't taste anything like um, a drum. Or Mm-mm. doesn't it? Hang on. Give, <laughs> give it time. I don't hate it. What's I don't, crunchy? I was expecting to have it's the, the, tiny it? bits of freeze-dried raspberry. Yeah. Um, I was expecting to have a much worse time than that. Mm. <laughs> um, Does someone I else s- want to try some? I still don't... Um, we still don't. Sorry, I, I said that just so Priya could do some work. <laughs> As I put the second half in my mouth for no reason, um, I was just thinking I don't ever need to try it again, though. I don't no, think. no, I'm not no. going to be going back to that. I don't think I ever loved drumsticks that much, did you? No, but do you know what I bloody love? Mm. Squashies. Mm. <gasps> I have been known to, to drive home late um, from a gig at night and eat like two packets of it. The audience made a collective noise similar to if we'd shown them a video of a chick nuzzling a lion. <laughs> when you said squashies, there was a collective... Oh. Mm. Oh. Because there's something about the texture as mm. well. It's not just the taste. And the, no. the rhubarb and um, custard ones. Squashies are like edible versions of those things you put in your ears at concerts. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Don't um, want to get those mixed up. No. Um, tell me about something old-fashioned or particularly... Old fashioned, or maybe we should try the wine while we talk about old fashioned. <laughs> oh, God. Um, should we? Yes. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, anything you've eaten that's been either really old fashioned or really futuristic? Ooh. <laughs> I can cut out this song. <laughs> Have you ever been to St. Fagans, which is just outside no. Cardiff? It's a living history museum. Essa Lupin. 
Oh, yes. Yeah. So they take you there on um, school trips if you're Welsh. Have you been to St. Fagans, anyone? Give a cheer. Um, and they will make you uh, Welsh cakes on like an old timey griddle. Okay. I don't know how hygienic it is now that I'm thinking about it. Well, everybody here seems to have survived. <laughs> um, that's pretty old-timey. Yeah, yeah. That, sound, that feels quite old-timey. Were they, did they taste particularly more... Did they have a vintage quality? Delicious. <laughs> Just really nice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, lovely. That was ever, a boring answer, I'm so sorry. Did you ever, not at all, I loved it. Anything particularly future, futuristic? God. I think freeze-dried mushrooms get up there. <laughs> There's a place in Cardiff that does... Um, Curry candy floss. Shut up. Mm. Can you, do you know its name? Um, I don't know if it's still open. It was called Moksh. Moksh. It was good. It was right behind the, uh, the curry house that I worked in. It was our uh, competitor. Um, and I would recommend people go there all the time. Oh. <laughs> people would come in and I'd be like, we're fully booked, but... <laughs> you scared? I'm scared. I'm so really that scared. Not, that smells like vinegar. It doesn't smell like vinegar, but it, this smells of the olden days. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a rude thing to say about the 80s. But I, <laughs> um, um, it's, I it's actually racked uh, with nerves. Wheat whiskey. Wheat whiskey? Yeah. Is that this, not... This one? What? So, so it's not wine at all? Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, what, Why they, are there grapes on the bottle? <laughs> they, there's wine as well, but I went for the oldest bottle I had. This is extraordinary. For the, for the Jeopardy. <laughs> Shall I go first? Um, yeah. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Often I ask the question, is there anything you've ever eaten or drunk out of... Oh... It's weird. Okay. <laughs> I thought something worse was going to happen then. Out of awkwardness or embarrassment, anything you've ever eaten or drunk. And it, here's me. <laughs> That's malty. That's, um... Oh. It's, um... It's not... Uh, it it's tastes not... like a long-dead Malteser. <laughs> my, my chest is I'm, on fire. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure how, how... Whether it's immediately made enemies with that chocolate. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, it's, it's the old days. Partially made its way Yeah, the old days in the modern times, they, yeah. they're not compatible. Drumstick, drumstick chocolate. No. And, oh, we'll have a second sip. <laughs> I, can I... It I think smells I'm go- of... It's like a Christmassy... Who's, it's the sort of thing someone's nana is having on Christmas morning, isn't it? <laughs> and a little glass with, like, floral decoration around yeah. the edge of the glass. If I, if I take a cup me. round... I mean, right if you... Um, if you want... I mean, I, I'm going to bring one cup round. Mm. Um, trust me, there's so much alcohol in this. You're, you won't catch anything from anyone. Yeah. It's COVID-proof. <laughs> it's 100% alcohol. Um... Right. It's made my shoulders warm. Yeah, I'm just going to sit with it for a moment and see what happens. This is probably the closest thing I'll ever get to trying ayahuasca. (laughs) (laughs) Say scrumdiddlyumptious. No! And then you can be in my podcast. Scrumdiddlyumptious. The universe gets bought by Elon Musk and modified to become a libertarian fuck-knuckle, taking all freedoms to absolutes and sacking respect morality and the idea that we owe anything to anyone other than ourselves off completely. It's a lawless bloodbath. I don't know if you've seen that film, The Purge, but it's like that, but worse. Um, (laughs) Elon's agreed to step back down to electric space vehicles and social media platforms, but only if you, and weirdly it does have to be you two, agree to do a Welsh folk dance called Jackie Do um, for 15.5 hours, all whilst bumbling about whatever the capital FM DJ just said um, because you have to listen to it the whole time you're doing it, giving it a mumbly-bumbly commentary. It sounds impossible, but you do it! You're a hero. Um, you're a pair of heroes. You have saved us all from a Muskian apocalypse. Um, <laughs> your reward in reality is the adulation of all people for all time. You've gone down in history as gods. Um, your reward in the moment however and you're fucking hungry because that's hours of dancing and whilst mumbling so no snacks were being passed it's the feast of your dreams Um, so this is the opposite of uh, last meal in the sense that anything is possible Um, it's a fantasy feast I can't give a fuck about health ethics consequences any of that also it's the opposite of last meal in the sense that you are both the happiest and the hungriest you could 
potentially ever imagine being. I would love to know if you're the happiest and hungriest you could ever imagine being, what you would eat, what you would drink, and if there's a who with and where, who with and where. Last caveat, we are all aware this is only your answer now, and had I asked you even an hour's time, you could give a totally different answer. <clears throat> Do you want to go first? <laughs> Dumplings. Ooh. But like, I'm talking gyoza, yeah. bao buns, um, with noodles as well. I fucking love noodles. Oh, yeah. Just that, that meal. We've, we've, oh God. Because I live in the middle of nowhere, um, like a half an hour away from Cardiff, and no one delivers <laughs> anything to our house. But a couple of months ago, this um, place, it's a, it's a Chinese restaurant, I think, but they do dumplings. And, oh my God, they will deliver. The delivery fee is £8.50. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so worth it. I mean, I've yeah. even ordered like a hot, hot and sour soup that they make. Um, and the hot and sour soup is £2.25. <laughs> yeah. And I've had that delivered yeah, for £8.50. Yeah. Um, so that, that kind of food, that kind of cuff, right. comfort, but very nice flavours uh, drink oh excuse me it's <laughs> <laughs> uh, not the first time on the podcast won't be the last um, it's got to be a little bit of granddad's oh, um, oh wheat, for sure wheat whiskey isn't it for sure yeah rest in, in peace yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, to drink I mean it, it would be alcoholic yeah. um my oh, do you know, actually, yeah. My my favourite um, cocktail is an old fashioned. <sighs> a vat of that, please. <laughs> <laughs> and I think right this moment I would enjoy it with you two and all of you because this is bloody lovely. Ah. <laughs> um, I would not come because you'd be eating something from a vat or drinking something from a vat, so I wouldn't choose to attend. Um, <laughs> I would have. I would go back to a time um, where I was able to taste things. Um, and I would have um, my Nana Sheila's corned beef pie that she used to make oh. for all of our birthday parties. She'd make this massive tray of it. And I genuinely could sit down and eat a whole tray of it, aged like six or seven. Um, it was so good. That woman is out of control when it comes to <laughs> butter and salt. Oh my God, delicious. Um, and for a cup of tea... Uh, for a cup of tea or for a drink yep. I've already answered my own question <laughs> <laughs> I would have a cup of tea yeah, like a strong the last question sweet cup of tea sip that whiskey. <laughs> um, brilliant yeah. absolutely bloody lovely thank you uh, to my brilliant guests please and thank you to you the audience thank you for coming to the Hoovering Podcast enjoy the rest of your time at this wonderful festival goodbye <laughs> What a belting episode. So funny, am I right? Um, follow my brilliant guests on social media. Essist is um, E-S-Y-L-L-T-M-A-I-R on um, Twitter and Instagram. And Priya is I am Priya Hall. I-A-M-P-R-Y-A-H-A-L-L um, on everything. Um, also, Essith Show, as I said at the Fringe, last few days now, 1pm at the Tron, every single day. It's called Absolutely Not. I think she's so funny and wise. I'm going to listen to her talk for days and days and days. Um, follow the podcast on social media, at The Hoovering Pod. I'm on there, obviously, at Jessica Foster Q. Come and see me on tour with my new show, Wench. Um, it's on tour from the start of September right through to the end of November. I would love, love, love to have you amazing hoovering listeners at that show it's been an absolute joy to um put this sort of finishing shining touches on here at the edinburgh fringe as i'm uh, as i'm speaking now um anything longer than a tweet you want to send me or um you want to know where to buy tickets to see me do stand-up or where any maybe autumnal hoovering lives are go to my website jessicafosterq.com um i have put links to everything interesting that all three of us mentioned during this show and to where to buy tickets to all of our work and follow us on social media etc as ever in the painstakingly put together podcast notes please do use them um huge thanks to acast for hosting the podcast hoovering is produced by emma caution and the music is by mike greenway until in two weeks happy hoovering 
Quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.